Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for January 31st, 2022. It's the last day of January, so happy February, most likely, because you're probably listening to this in February, the shortest month of the year, and usually one of the colder months for for my neck of the woods. So uh, let's check in. How are you? How was your last week? I know we didn't really talk, but hopefully you did all right. You did all right in that last week of January. Wherever you were, maybe you got a little snow. I know that we did. Or maybe you kept it warm and snuggly. I, I don't know. But hopefully you got the kind of weather that you were looking for and none of the weather you didn't like. And if you're living somewhere where you don't like the weather, well, you could move, I suppose. <laughs> like, I'm always surprised when people are living in like Minnesota and they're like, but it's so cold. I'm like, you're in Minnesota. But I also understand and I acknowledge that not everybody has the wherewithal or the ability to move easily. You know, family, jobs, or just finances prevent you from that. Anyway, um, last week, I kind of took the week off. And the reason I did that was because I had nothing to say. Every day, at the end of the day, I thought, do I have something to say for the daily check-in? And every day, I kind of came up empty or half-hearted. And I didn't want to just record something for the sake of recording something, because that's that's silly. I think what I'm going to try to do starting in February is rather than record the daily check-in at the end of the day, which is usually what I do, instead, maybe I'll try to record it at the beginning of my day as sort of a way into the day, because that's when I still have energy. And it's funny, I was when I was recording a podcast last week with Ethan, you know, it was a 9 a.m. podcast, and I was full of vim and vigor. I was chatty, I was having a good time, and he's like, man, you are, you were lit up today. I'm like, this is my time. This I've been up for a while at 9am. I am rearing to go. I'm firing on all cylinders. That's when I usually do my best writing too. So it stands to reason that if I want to start out the day right and also make sure I get a daily check into you, maybe the best thing for me to do is do it first thing in the morning. Now, speaking of the audience and people who might have questions, a listener of the Daily Check-In wrote in to say, hey, man, you mentioned something about scripting out your training, these the training courses you're doing for Pluralsight. Wanted to check in and see how that's going versus non-scripting. So just to give a little background, if you weren't already aware... I mean, you're definitely aware that I have courses on Pluralsight, or I should say you're probably aware that I have courses on Pluralsight. And to give you a little uh, behind-the-curtain view of what goes on to create a course, generally speaking, I come up with a proposal, or they have a set of courses based off of a certification path or something that they want produced. But regardless, we come up with a set of learning objectives, and then sort of enabling objectives behind those. And then those get turned into a series of courses. And then I write a proposal for a course that includes all the modules that are going to be made for that course. You can think of them as like chapters, perhaps, or any other natural division of a course into components. And then within those modules, I document out what I plan to teach in each module and how that relates to the learning objectives for the course. And then once that proposal is accepted, I go into the process of actually creating the slide decks for the presentation components and the demonstrations for the demonstration components. Now, traditionally, what I've done, well, to back up, when I I recorded my very first course ever, 
I actually did script out the entire first module. I wrote it all out. And that took a pretty decent amount of time. And I didn't think it sounded very natural. I hadn't found my teaching voice, as it were. So for the rest of the modules in that course, I did it from an outline. I just had an outline in front of me of, you know, bullet points that I definitely wanted to hit. And plus I had the deck to prompt my thought process as I went through. And I recorded it that way. And that felt more natural to me. I didn't have a problem speaking extemporaneously as long as I had those prompts to keep me going. So that's how I continued to do all of my courses right up until the second revision of Terraform Getting Started, which as a nice kind of circle cycle thing, Terraform Getting Started was the very first course I did. And so this is the third iteration of that course. And I thought maybe, maybe what I'd like to do is try scripting it out a little bit. And part of that is because I had started writing some scripts for other videos I was doing. And I had found a writing voice that sounded natural. Plus, I had attended uh, the author summit for Pluralsight. And a number of authors there had talked about how they script out and others saying, oh, I never script out. And so it was a real debate there of do you script or don't you? And a lot of it came down to personal preference. But also, uh, scripting it out is a lot more work. Now, why did I decide to script out the third iteration? I think part of it was I just wanted to try it. And I had the time to do it. And part of it was because I had scripted out other things and done a bunch of writing in the interim. One thing that I had slowly become to realize, had slowly come to realize, is that when I write things down, especially for the certification guides that I wrote for Terraform and Vault, the process of writing things down forced me to think more deeply about a topic. And forcing me to think more deeply about the topic let me go down some rabbit holes and sort of fill out any gaps in my knowledge, which meant that I became more knowledgeable about the topic. And so when I went to go write the script, it did the same thing for me. It forced me to really think through the order in which I was presenting the information to find any gaps in the information that I was presenting, and also, in some cases, actually streamline the information that I was presenting because I was less prone to repeating myself when maybe I was trying to stall (laughs) as my brain spun. Not that I really had to do that much, but have the appropriate level of redundancy so that it gets into the learner's brain without overdoing it. Having a script allowed me to tweak a lot of that before I had to commit it to tape, as it were. And I think that process alone was immensely valuable. The other thing that I'll say is I did that for all of the slides, the whole slide deck presentation I did that for, but I did not script out the demos. The demos were scripted out in the sense that I knew exactly the steps that I were was going to take in the demonstration. And in some cases, I had the commands written out for myself. But I still did the demos just speaking off the top of my head. And because I have done so many Terraform Tuesday videos and other videos like that, and I've done a lot of demonstrations that weren't necessarily scripted out, I've become very comfortable with that format of talking through what I'm demoing. So I knew that all the really important information that I wanted to convey would be in the slide portion of it. 
the, the nuts and bolts. And then the demonstration would be a reinforcement of that. So I didn't have to worry as much about what I was going to say during the demonstration because the initial batch of information has already been conveyed. This is serving as a reinforcement and another way to show you. And then the third reinforcement should be you going and doing what you see in the demonstration. So that was my thought process on why why I didn't want to script out the demonstrations, but I did want to script out script out the presentation. So I did that for the Terraform Getting Started course, and then when it was time to do my next course, which happened to be Getting Started on Terraform Cloud, I scripted the whole thing out again. And not only that, I had someone helping me with that course. Unfortunately, Gabe, you're out there. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe, very much. Gabe Mentz helped me create the demonstrations for that course. And even though he's not credited on Pluralsight, he is absolutely credited in my mind and compensated. So thank you again, Gabe. He also proofread my scripts before I recorded them, which means he was able to point out, oh, hey, maybe you want to mention this thing or what you're saying may not be technically correct. It's close, but based off of my experience, this is what's actually going on. And then I was able to go back and do a revision of that script before I record it, which made it more technically accurate and informative. So I think what it all comes down to is scripting out your presentations in the format that I'm doing with Pluralsight makes a ton of sense. It's going to help you think more deeply about the topic that you're teaching about helps you arrange your ideas in the proper format, and I think delivers a better experience for the learner. Now, while I'm saying that, I also think that it's really good to practice speaking off the top of your head and getting comfortable with that format. And I think in the demonstration context, it's actually better not to script and just have an outline and a good plan for what you're going to demonstrate. And that way you kind of get the best of both worlds. And also, you don't have to stick 100% to the script. If something comes up in the moment, you can always amend the sentence that you wrote with some additional information that you just thought of or that came up based off a demo you just did. All of that is completely viable. The fact that you have a solid script to fall back on is really useful for the learner. And I will say one other thing before I close this out. The other great thing about having a script is when I went into the editing booth to edit the stuff that I had recorded, it took me a lot less time to edit because there was a lot fewer flubs and retries of sentences. I was just reading the script. I was reading it as if it wasn't a script, but I was still reading something. And so there's a lot less chance of me making a mistake or having to repeat the same thing six times until I molded it into the shape that I wanted. No, it was kind of the shape's already there to begin with. So in my estimation, based off the last two courses and the 24 other courses that I've produced for Pluralsight, big thumbs up on scripting. I think it's a great idea for you, the learners, and your editor. And for demonstrations, probably not scripted. You, you can speak off the top of your head as long as you're comfortable to do, doing that. That's going to do it for me for today. Hopefully that was interesting to you. And if you create content, it maybe gave you some guides on which way to go with things. Till next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.